please join me in the litany of invitation and confession that's printed in your order of worship. There are many who have gone before us and walked the path toward God, showing us the way with their lives. On this All Saints Sunday, we give thanks to God for them. All the company of heaven is filled with a beautiful assortment of caregivers, troublemakers, peacemakers, and prophets. Each Christian is a strange mixture of saint and sinner. As did our predecessors, we, too, need wisdom and courage. We also confess that often we have lacked both and have acted with neither. We pause for a moment to silent reflection. God meets us where we are and loves us where we are. Our confessions are heard. God has forgiven us. Let us lift our voices and praise God. Welcome to the worship of God at Northside Drive Baptist Church on this All Saints Sunday. It's good to be a part of all the company of heaven as we celebrate uh, communion and celebrate the presence of God among us. Welcome especially to those of you who are guests among us today. There is a uh, welcome card on the edge of order of service. You can complete that and drop it in the plate. It'll help me connect name and face for you. And if any of you would like to be prayed for, it's an honor for our staff and for our deacons to pray for you by name and by need every week. You can place that on the card as well and drop it in. It's a full day on this All Saints Sunday. Uh, we have folk that have traveled all the way from Japan to be here with us. The Fushis are here, Carson, and uh, hold on. Laura, of course, I knew that, and Ada. Uh, their daughter, and they're going to speak a word of uh, testimony to us later in the service. We're also remembering those that are part of our congregation who have died in this past year, and there'll be a tolling bell and a prayer of remembrance for them. Also, pay attention to the second lesson read, the epistle lesson. It has this enchanting poetry in there about it is through the eyes, the heart, and the lightning that we see the comfort of God the strength of God, and the gift of hope, the eyes of the heart enlightened. Let us do so, and let us open our hearts so that that might happen on this good day. Welcome. Among the apocalyptic visions of the prophet is also the assurance of God's promise 
to care for God's people forever. A reading from the book of Daniel. In the first year of King Belshazzar of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head as he lay in bed. Then he wrote down the dream. I, Daniel, saw in my vision by night the four winds of heaven stirring up the great sea, and four great beasts came up out of the sea different from one another. As for me, Daniel, my spirit was troubled within me, and the visions of my head terrified me. I approached one of the attendants to ask him the truth concerning all this, so he said that he would disclose to me the interpretation of the matter. As for these four great beasts, four kings shall arise out of the earth, but the holy ones of the Most High shall receive the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, forever and ever. Here ends the first lesson. As is our way, each year we call aloud the names of those who are members of our congregation who have died since last year's All Saints Sunday. We have five to name by name this year. And what I will do is call each name, and then there will be a tolling bell in a moment of silence. The next name, tolling bell in a moment of silence. And then following the last name, I will say, and now let us call aloud all the saints that you would wish to call. And at that moment, you may call aloud any from this year or any year. We'll call aloud their, their name, complete that with a tolling bell, and then Reverend Daniel Hedrick will lead us in a prayer of grief and gratitude and hope. And so let us prepare our hearts for prayer. For Alan Cofield. Kenneth Dean. Bill Jones. Aunt Jane Lampkin. Larry Prince, Sr. And now feel free to call aloud the names of all the saints and any whom you wish to name at this time. God, who spoke the heavens and the earth into being, whose word is eternal and infinite in its creative power. You have all the words because you are the word. We have just a very few words, and no matter what we say, we can't capture your power. For many today, our speech is weighed down by loss. Some of us have words like tired, sad, 
hopeless, angry. May we leave this place with new words. Words like newness, hope, faithfulness, renewal. And may we take comfort in the witness of all the saints of Northside Drive Baptist Church. Those gathered here alive, those who now rest in your care, may God's holy people encourage one another. Encourage those assaulted by grief. Encourage those throughout the world who are homeless because of wildfires in California. Encourage and be with those who are victims of violence in northern Syria. And be God for us, we pray. Be comforter, consoler, encourager. Wipe away our tears and replace our tears with gratitude. May God's holy people teach us how to be grateful Grateful for our very lives. Grateful for the deep relationships which sustain us. Grateful for bread and wine, which bring us in communion with Jesus, through whom we have hope for a new future. And may all the saints join in our chorus of praise and honor and worship to the one through whom the heavens and the earth were created, and whom one day will soon deliver the kingdom over to you, O God, having destroyed every ruler and every authority and every power, and all of God's people said, Amen. The writer speaks of the values of faith in Christ as an inheritance made possible by the grace of God. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians. In Christ, we have also ordained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance towards the redemption as God's own people to the praise of his glory. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all of the saints, and for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power. God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, 
far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet, and it has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Here ends the second lesson. I'd like to invite all the children to come forward for our time together. We'll gather here on the steps, and if you have your offering, Pastor Daniel has the offering plate. Sit here, bud. All right, and we have some very special guests with us today. Y'all come right here and sit here. Aaron, will you scoot over just a little? Miss Laura and Mr. Carson and Miss Ada need a spot to sit. Can we make them a spot to sit on the steps? Thank you so much. All right. Well, boys and girls, if you look right here in the middle, we have some special guests with us today for our time together. We have got Miss Laura and Mr. Carson and little Miss Ada Fushi here, and they are going to help us with our lesson today. They have come all the way from Japan, and they are missionaries. And today, they're going to tell us all about what that means. Good morning, boys and girls. Thank you. Or in Japanese, we say, Ohio gozaimasu. Can you say Ohio? Just like the state of Ohio. (laughs) Well, good morning. We are so glad to be here with you this morning. Um, This is a special place to us. We have lots of good memories in this church. Uh, And uh, we, uh, as Ms. Andrea said, we are missionaries. have anybody ever heard that word before? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what, what does a missionary do? What, do you, what have you heard a missionary does? Yeah. That's uh, spread word about the religion they believe. Yeah. Anything else? Same? Yeah. Yes. That's a really good answer. Yeah. So um, missionaries go out into places as far as Japan and as close as Buckhead to share about Jesus, and that could be in helping to meet the needs of people in all different kinds of ways. And so we have friends who serve in all different places across the world, as close as Atlanta, as as far as Africa and Asia. Uh, And so um, we particularly are, have the last couple years, we've been learners. Did you know that missionaries are learners too? For the last two years, we've been full-time students. You guys are students, right? You're students in school? So we have been students for the last couple years learning Japanese so that we can know better the language of the people that, that we live and that work, we, we work around so that we can better share the message of Jesus as learners. So today we brought something to show you to give you an idea of what um, Japanese is like as a language. We brought a Japanese Bible. And you may think that the Bible would go this way, right? That would look like our Bible. But actually, the Japanese Bible turns this way, and you, thank you, and you um, open it from the opposite side. So this, what looks like the back of the Bible, is actually Genesis. And then, if you look inside, take a look, you might see some of the characters. They don't use ABCs in Japanese. They use different characters. Some of them are called kanji, and they look kind of like pictures describe words. You see? So we've been learning how to learn new words in the Bible. And then, even more interestingly, 
We read from right to left and up and down. In books like the Bible, the lines don't go across, they go up and down. So we have to train our eyes to read in a different way. But we've been learning how to, we've learned the same stories that we learned growing up, but we're learning how to say them in different words and in, diff and in a different language. As we close today, um, we wanted to teach you a song in Japanese. Do y'all know the song, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know? You know we that sing song. that at our church too. Of course, the words are different. So Carson and I will sing it first. Uh, teach you how it sounds, and then we'll all sing it together. Okay. Okay. Can we turn the words towards everybody? Yes. Let's let's turn the words this way, Leah. All oh, right. right. Japanese and thank you boys and girls for being great listeners and for singing that for all of us and we're going to let that be our prayer today all right let's all stand come on time to go all right go with Miss Mary Lou all right go ahead Leah
Please stand for the reading of the gospel. Let us listen to Luke's version of the Beatitudes. They speak of poverty, hunger, and hope. A reading from the gospel according to Luke. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that, listen, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. And if anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. The Gospel of the Lord. And I forgot to say, welcome to Nella as well. Thank you. Uh, nothing sounds like heaven, I think, more than the sound of harp music. If any of you doze off and hear harp music, you're not there yet. Just a tip. What an enchanting phrase this is of through the eyes of the heart enlightened, that the writer writes the church in Ephesus. The Greek phrase is ophthalmus teis cardias. You can hear the words, the eyes of the heart. That through the eyes of the heart we find hope in God and power for living. Does anybody need either of those today? Hope. I saw hope on the endangered species list last week, along with the spotted owl and the snow leopard. There's not much hope these days, but there might be through the eyes of the heart. And power for living, the stamina to live our lives, even in the traffic, even in the heavy calendars we keep, and even among the relationships and responsibilities we have. Well, through the eyes of the heart, I want to use that as a lens to look at All Saints. For me, All Saints Sunday has gained in equity over the years, as you have taught me and I have loved you. Though we can no longer see those who have died, I wonder if we might use the eyes of the heart as a lens to look at what those who died this past year left us. And then to think and look at our own lives and imagine what we might be leaving behind for others one day. And so, I think about Elaine Cofield. She used to sit over in this area right here near Jim Branch and Mark Lindsay. 
I think of her in the balcony in the company of heaven now. The Bible is very uh, nebulous and obscure about what the other side is going to be like. It leaves a lot to the imagination. But if we can recognize each other on the other side, I think I'll spot Aline. She'll be the one with a matching purse and shoes, right? She'll be the first one and the last one on the dance floor, right? And also she will be the one with a passion for missions. That she's left for us through the eyes of the heart. For every time we go to Tolliver County, She's the wind beneath our wings. She cheered us on for that. Every time we give money to support Buckhead Christian Ministries or missionaries in Japan, she would cheer us on to do that. A passion for missions. That's what I see with Aline through the eyes of the heart. I also see Kenneth Dean sitting in the company of heaven. What do you say about Kenneth Dean? Mary couldn't be here today. She texted me and she's not feeling well. But Kenneth seemed to take seriously that Greek word katalogity, that Paul writes the church in Corinth that says be reconciled to one another because God has already reconciled all of us to God. In other words, we are already pronounced brothers and sisters. It's too late to be anything else. It's a matter of choice to whether we act like that or not. I remember Kenneth investing his life in many a story down in Mississippi and Louisiana and Arkansas during the Civil Rights Movement. I brought this picture. I showed it at his funeral. It is a Christmas card that he sent to me. It's just a photograph, but I know that it's that because on the back it says, Christmas card for James Lampkin. <laughs> on one side is Will D. Campbell hero of mine from the civil rights days, an author who probably kept me in the ministry more than anybody else. On the other side of the picture is Kenneth Dean leaning in, and in the middle is a guy you probably don't know. He's Sam Bowers, and he was the grand dragon of the Ku Klux Klan of Mississippi. They're sitting on the front uh, a bench in front of this rural cafe in rural Mississippi as Kenneth and Will Campbell and Sam Bowers are trying to work on reconciliation. For the life of me, the bench looks like a slap back pew in church. And I wonder if all three of them are sitting on that today celebrating reconciliation. Bill Jones, who always sat there with Stephanie, wasn't able to come much the last few years of his life due to medical issues. But when I think about Bill, I think about someone of invention and imagination. And if there's something that we need to help us survive this old world these days, it is some spirit-given imagination and invention. And I give thanks for that. I also see sitting among the company of heaven, Aunt Jane. Now she would either be sitting about here or sitting among the acolytes on Sunday morning. When I think of Aunt Jane Lampkin, I think of someone of connection and action. 
Close enough, you think? Now, if you were among her deacon families when she was a deacon, God bless you. And if you were one of the, her deacon families, God help you. <laughs> but did anybody here not get a thank you note from Jane just thanking you for being yourself and giving the gift of yourself? I think of a line from John O'Donohue, one of my favorite Irish poets. He says, we seldom notice how each day is a holy place where the Eucharist of the ordinary happens. Where the Eucharist of the ordinary happens, transforming our broken fragments into an eternal continuity that keeps us all. I think of, think of Aunt Jane and see her through the eyes of my heart. And I think of Larry Prince Sr., who sat right back there near where Larry Jr. is and Sandra is today. I think of his quiet smile, of his trusting handshake, and his gentle voice. As I said in his funeral, some people didn't know that he used to sing in a gospel quartet when he was a young man and growing up. He sang tenor. He sang songs like, Standing on the Promises, all those dotted eighth and sixteenth notes. And he often sang what I would call the Baptist National Anthem. Shall we gather at the river? It is that river that we gather at each time of memory and each All Saints Sunday. Because after all, it is at that river that we all will gather one day when your name and my name is printed here in the order of service. I wonder what it will be what folk in the church remembers of us as they see us through the eyes of their hearts. It might just be that they see something like it's in our vision statement, that they see generous love for God's sake. Wouldn't that be good? I think that's what we see when we look at the Lord's table. We see generous love for God's sake. And that's what we see here today on All Saints Sunday as we look through the eyes of the heart. Amen. It is our tradition that when a word is offered, a time of invitation and dedication is given. And we sing a hymn that will be about that. Each time I stand behind this table, I say the words, joining our voices with all the company of heaven. They're already singing. We're going to sing. Let's stand together and join them.
like to bring a few announcements and prayer concerns to you this morning. First, we have a special lunch that will uh, be joined by our, our, our guests, the Fushis, to tell us about their missionary experience in Japan. That'll be in the fellowship hall directly after the worship service. Just follow the missionaries to the fellowship hall. That's a free lunch and we invite everyone to join us. There will be a concert at four o'clock this afternoon by the Choral Guild of Atlanta. Uh, all are invited to come to that and that more information about that is inside the pinnacle. And a few prayer concerns to bring you, of course, Globally, you heard me say in our prayer, it's been on my heart, maybe on yours, of prayers for those in California who have been impacted by the wildfires that have devastated so many thousands of acres and destroyed property. For northern Syria, we continue to pray for those who are victims of violence and chaos there. And for those that you hold in your hearts on All Saints Day and on this special day, we lift up to the Lord. Also by name, I want to mention Will Matthews' mother-in-law, Ruth, who died last week. Burial service will be this Thursday. And a celebration again, we announced the, the birth of Charlie Dunn, who is the daughter of Jill and Michael Dunn, had been in the hospital for a while and uh, is doing much better according to Jill a couple of days ago. So we celebrate with the Dunn family. When you see the pinnacle on the way out, there's a new version, lots of information like Laura and Carson Fushi are coming to NDBC. In fact, they're here. And James, could you come and introduce them and bring a special word? I'll do so. Laura and Carson and Ada, would you come to the lectern? They're going to share a few words with us about uh, being, the missionary, being missionaries in Japan. Now, you'll remember these folks, right? You remember Laura, we ordained here. You remember Laura and Carson, we did their marriage ceremony here. And you remember that Laura was one of the stars of our bell choir, <laughs> and we missed you in bell practice this morning at 8.30. I missed y'all too. We'll rehearse next week too. Okay. And little Ada, a newborn, is joining them. Share with us what's on your heart. Well, we are so happy to be with you all today and to be back home at Northside Drive. Um, we actually just celebrated six years of serving as Cooperative Baptist Fellowship field personnel in Japan. Our first three years, we were the pastors of the English ministries among two congregations um, in central Japan. Um, but most recently, we moved to Tokyo in the spring of 2017 um, and spent our time for two years as full-time Japanese language students. Um, this summer, we began uh, a practicum period of learning Japanese in the church which you don't learn church language in Japanese language school. So we now have an extra learning curve to learn things like how to pray um, and how to read the Bible, as we talked about with the children this morning. Um, but today, as we um, remember the saints that have gone before us, it called to mind the saints, and particularly the, the Baptist saints, um, who have come before us in Japan. One in particular is Harriet Parker, who passed away this year at the age of 94. Uh, Harriet, um, uh, one, one day I was driving home, I was still working uh, here in Georgia. We had been commissioned as CBF field personnel to go to Japan, but we hadn't left yet. And I get this phone call from this really excited senior lady uh, who says, you know, I, my, my husband and I were there for 37 years and we had this great experience and we actually founded the church that you're going to go serve in, in Kanazawa, in the 60s. And so from that moment on, we struck up this wonderful 
friendship with Harriet. Uh, and so over the years, we would ex exchange messages. Uh, we visited the last time we were back here in America about three years ago. Uh, and uh, sadly, that was the last time that, that we got to see Harriet face to face. But um, today, we're so grateful for those that have come before us that laid foundations in Baptist mission um, for, for us to continue the work alongside Baptist partners that were trained by people like Harriet and Calvin Parker and another friend, Charles Whaley, who, uh, who was uh, the last member at First Baptist Decatur and he served in Japan for 43 years, uh, another good friend of ours. Um, so we're grateful for, for those that came before us. So we know that our experience in Japan would be vastly different without the Harriets and the Charles and the different saints um, that had dedicated their lives to serve in Japan. And we also know that our experience would be different if we did not have churches like Northside Drive continuing to support us in our ministry there. Um, Northside Drive has been so um, constant and generous in its giving to us, uh, making sure that we have been resourced to do things like go to full-time language school so we can deepen our impact and our presence with our, um, our friends and our neighbors in Japan. Um, and so as you enter into your pledge season, um, and as you consider the gifts that you're going to be contributing to the church this year, um, we are thankful for what you've already done for us um, and want you to know that um, the budget's going to help continue to support us um, uh, and continue a Baptist presence. Um, we were not the first in Japan and we are hopeful that we're not the last. Um, but know that churches like Northside Drive are helping to continue that Baptist presence um, as we bear witness to Jesus Christ with our uh, Japanese Baptist sisters and brothers there. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you. Um, and thanks for saying a word about uh, the pledge cards, the pledging, because some of the money that you'll be pledging and dropping in the offering plate will go to help uh, Carson and Laura and Ada in their ministry. And there's a free lunch after service where we can come and hear more uh, good stories. Every time we gather for memorial service in this place, uh, we always read the 23rd Psalm. We're going to hear it set to music today by the choir and also uh, Noah, our harpist. And so let us lean into that place of green pastures and still waters. Let's listen.
as I'm joined by our, our acolytes today, they'll be assisting me in serving communion. Communion will be by kneeling at the rail, the choir will come first, and then you will come forward. Feel free to kneel or to stand at the rail. You'll dip the bread and then eat, uh, uh, have, having dipped it in the cup. And so now, let us read together from the order of service, the Sorsum Corda. The peace of Christ be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, mighty God, creator of heaven and earth. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with all the company of heaven who forever proclaim the glory of your name, singing. On the night of Jesus' suffering and death, he took bread. And having given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he did so, having given thanks with the cup. And he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as, you often, as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us pray. We celebrate the memorial of Christ's redeeming gift, O God, through this meal that speaks of both sacrifice and thanksgiving. Recalling Christ's suffering, death, and resurrection, we celebrate these holy mysteries. Sanctify us and your entire church that we may remain faithful in love and hope as we follow Jesus Christ our Lord. And hear us, O God, as we join together in praying the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. All of God's people are welcome at this table. Take these gifts in remembrance that Christ died and was raised, and therefore let us come to the table in thanksgiving and hope. Amen.
We've gathered at the river. We've come to the garden. Let's stand for prayer. All loving God, we give you thanks for having refreshed us at your table on this All Saints Sunday, for we have celebrated the presence of Christ. Deepen our faith, increase our love for one another, and send us forth into the world in strength and in peace, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. in Fellowship Hall to hear uh, Laura and Carson as they speak. And I was glad we could sing a song with timbrel and harp and joyful acclaim. As we prepare to go, remember this. May the strength of God uplift you, the comfort of the Holy Spirit surround you, and the grace and mercy of God give you hope and give you courage this day and every day as we prepare to go in peace. Amen. Amen.